it is true. You know, if you don't try, you can't fail. If you can't fail, you can't learn. If you don't try, you can't succeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is episode 47 of the podcast. And my guest today is one of my good buddies, Sean Ziegler. And I'm really excited to share this episode with you guys. It was the first episode that I actually did live. So I went over to Sean's apartment and we rearranged his living room and made made uh, somewhat of an ideal setup. You know, we did what we could, but ultimately we made it work. Um, so Sean is the host of the TOS Talks, uh, which is the other side, uh, a new podcast. Founder and owner of Ziggs Landscaping, founder of Fresh Press Customs, a startup consultant, and an investor. Sean is passionate about improving this world through innovative technologies and by encouraging and influencing people to begin working together through open-minded conversations, regardless of their differences and opinions. This was a really great conversation. It was good catching up with Sean. Um, He's been working really hard on some of his businesses. I actually was an employee of his when we were in high school. He has had this landscaping company for a long time now, uh, for a good portion of years. Uh, I want to say six or seven years at this point and has grown it into something pretty big. And he's always looking to start something new and see where he can make an impact. So this was a really fun one for me. Uh, It's been something Sean and I were talking about for a while and we finally were able to do it. So without further ado, let's dive into episode 47 with Sean Ziegler. All right, brother, let's get into it. Sean Zig, we are live. We are live in Zig's apartment right now. First in-person podcast episode I'm doing. uh, We just spent about 30 minutes trying to figure out the ideal setup for this. Yeah, literally just moving all sorts of furniture all over. <laughs> Still <laughs> not the most ideal sitting. But... Took, you took your apartment apart, tried right. to get the TV on. Um, you know, a new camera. We don't have our Jamie to, to Joe Rogan to, to be doing that right now, but yeah, it's all right. Do you think you'll ever get a Jamie? Dude, <laughs> you know, a guy can dream. A guy yeah. can dream. <laughs> I actually have a buddy who I have on the podcast, Tony. Uh, his name yeah. is Tony Prugel. He lives out in Cincinnati. He's like okay. a tech wizard. He has his own podcast called Total Potential. Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah, which is, is, is really cool. And he, anytime I have a Adobe question or any kind of tech question at all, I just hop on with him and, and we end up talking for like an hour. That's and great. And I think, I want to say like we found each other just from like a hashtag. Are you like, like you just browsing a house hashtag? Like he, he finds you or you find I him? think he found me just looking for to connect with other podcasters. And he literally that's I mean I've since utilized that too. Is right. you literally can go on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Well, you just look at hashtag podcast. You literally look up hashtag podcast or if you want someone in a specific niche, you look up hashtag fitness. Right, right. Hashtag right. video production. Hashtag mindset and literally anything that comes up. That's actually really cool. Yeah. And you, I mean, you know, not everyone's going to work and not everyone's going to be as good. Like you're not going to get as much out of one hashtag as you may another. Right. But it's a great way to connect with other people. Find find people who you're looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, you literally just go in there, you click it and you can just scroll down every single one. I would try to leave some comments uh, connect, send them a message. Ten, one out of one, two out of every ten, will respond or, or something like that, or yeah. come to 
any sort of relationship or connection but right, right. either way it's a really good way to connect for anybody looking to like grow a business or anything like right that. yeah that and then especially for podcasts because especially for me what i'm yeah. trying to do is like i need a bunch of different topics to cover yeah so usually i just go on twitter or google and i'll search one person i know of that specific topic and then just look at the suggested you know people yeah so looking at this hashtag hashtag like what what do you look up like hashtag something pots you know like say it's for want to talk about like big tech censorship and i want to find somebody who like focuses on that like yeah you know, you know what i mean yeah like, look like up hashtag. you can literally like hashtag big tech and then and see you, 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 you're not you're not going to get every like you're not going to get a list of exactly what you want right. but it just takes a little bit of scrolling yeah, yeah. uh and engaging but who knows you may like this happened to me you end up finding something else that you like, weren't totally, looking yeah. for for but sure. yeah, if you're looking for someone uh, in big tech, also YouTube too. You yeah, can look like YouTube, hashtags, yeah. you can do keywords, hashtags on YouTube too? like keywords. Keywords, right? So yeah, that yeah, works yeah, really yeah, well. I'll do that, yeah. But yeah. okay, so you just talked. You just brought that up. Uh, your podcast, which is coming mm -hmm. up. What is it? Yep. What do you hope to get out of it? Why did you start it? What? Uh, yeah, just kind of talk about that a little bit. Yep. So it's called Toss Talks, the other side. T -O -T -O -S, TOS, which okay. is the other side. So TOS Talks, the other side. Um, and yeah, basically, you know, the past year, especially during this pandemic, when all you can do is sit at home, watch the news. And with all this like fluctuation of news between COVID-19 related, you know, broadcasting or the political like nonsense, the election. Mm. So it was a very polarizing, very divided time in this country. I mean, most elections are tend to be because there's a lot of conflict who you want to win. But you know, the mainly mainline media is like the mainstream media is like the Fox news, the CNN, they were just, you know, they only tell you one side. They they're only, not even news stations, dude. It's no. literally, they're just doing it for ratings. Exactly. That's what it seems like. Like they're going to say the most radical thing, which ends up being on one side. So it's very polarizing mm -hmm. where, and they'll just go like passionately go at that one side and only explain that one side, maybe tell you a little bit of bits and pieces of the side or bring on, you know, this is, John, who is a Republican senator, and then like cut him off in the middle of what he's trying to say. So you don't actually get to hear what he says. Fox News is the same exact shit. You know, they'll bring someone on and then, you know, cut him off in the middle of it, act like they're sharing the other side. But then well, as soon as they leave, they start, you know, completely trashing them yeah. and trashing the side. So as like a, someone watching the news, obviously you probably usually have some news channel that you watched based on, you know, how you've been grown up, how you've yeah. raised, whatever background you are. What political views you've kind of been brought into and what you believe in but then when you watch that you form this bias yourself because you're only getting this constant you know one side one side of narrative you're not really hearing the truth about the other side you're not you know getting the full picture and on top of that you're actually just hearing negative things about those sides so you start to grow this like oh that's these guys are so dumb like that's a terrible like why would they think that you know, and they treat, it's, it's almost like the right, you know, you're in QAnon and the left, you're Antifa. Like you're yeah. after one or the other, these radical viewpoints when in reality, it's probably a lot of people in the middle ground, you know? So that's kind of where I got, I was just getting so fed up. I started to look for other options, you know? Mm -hmm. So I listened to a lot of different podcasts. Joe Rogan was big because he of brings on everybody. Um, you know, just look at different podcasts so I can hear, you know, see, like at least a genuine conversation. It's the best like way to learn. Too. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not like some scripted staring at the screen, you know, you have agenda to talk about. And, but still, it was hard to still understand it. And even yeah. when I was listening to, you know, I love Rogan's podcast, yes, I don't mean anything 
that it's not like for that purpose. But even like when I'm listening to like Rogan or whatever, as I'm listening to him, I'm like, damn, I really wish I could hear the other side right now. Like they were just debating. And even Rogan will say it in the pockets, hey, have you ever debated someone on this? Yeah. And then they're like, I mean, yeah, like my friends or something yeah. like that. <laughs> but, but like, it's clearly what people want. You know, they want to hear both sides live. Like, yeah. where you can, you know, and that's essentially what I'll explain what it is. It's going to be a podcast where we bring on new guests to each show, two guests um, with opposing views. We'll talk about a certain topic that, like, for example, one of the topics coming up is going to be on COVID-19 policies, vaccination, and like medical freedom versus, you know, you know, is that anti-science or medical freedom? Yeah. And then bringing on two doctors, you're going to have completely opposing views and then they're going to talk, debate, and discuss it. So that as an audience, as a listener, you're able to hear, you know, your side, the side that you believe in, but you're also able to hear the other side and hear it together at the same time and the points of why people are thinking the way they are. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully my goal is to, you know, help people have an open mind and be able to actually understand the other side where, you know, their viewpoints aren't just, you know, so polarizing where we have to be like divided and stuff. You know? Right. So in terms of the COVID-19 situation and talking about the two doctors that will come on that you would essentially moderate this, correct? Yeah. So essentially moderate it, but not in the sense of like a political debate where I have sure. a set, you know, I have an idea of questions I want to have and like mm-hmm. have preparation of like an understanding of both arguments. But it's not like, okay, two minutes here, two minutes there, like two minutes cover this, two minutes cover this. Conversation going to flow, going to be a discussion, um, in the, a debate in a sense because they have opposing views. We're really just going to be talking about this problem, why they think the way they think. Yeah. You know, what is their, you know, counter to uh, the, the other side? Like why, why, you know, why, why don't they think this way? Why do they think this way? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're going to question each other. I'm going to question both of them. Um, and just challenge them, but you know, ultimately try to come to not necessarily even a comp- promise, but an idea of like why you know 75 plus million people think this way. Just an understanding. 75 plus million people. Yeah, an right. understanding of exactly. So that that's one topic, but I mean, we'll cover literally any topic. Um, yeah, here's a question. Can you ask them for me? Why is it not being presented in the media to get more exercise, to take vitamin D? to eat more whole foods, to stop eating processed foods. Why are we being told to stay in our house, to isolate, to bake, to, there's no, there's literally nothing in the news that's telling us what we should do to be taking care of our health, um, to decrease our risk of type two diabetes, to decrease our risk of coronary heart disease, which is the number one killer of people in the United States. Like I just can't, me and my mom talk about this all the time. Why is that not a thing? Why is there no education on health? Because you look, there's been a ton of athletes and very healthy people that have gotten COVID and have not, uh, granted, they have, some people have had it worse than others, but you really, you don't hear about like an NFL player dying or like a WNBA player dying. If you do, it's like an anomaly. Right. But like, I, I I generally don't think that that has happened. Yeah. Not to go on a rant there, but I think that, I mean, that's a great question. It's exactly something we'll talk about. I'll ask them that question for sure. Because, you know, it's a great point. You know, why not focus on your own health? Like that should always be, you know, taught in the news, like take care of yourself. And honestly, before that kind of was like, you know, trying to Mm. teach kids how to eat healthy and take care of yourself. But now, no, not at all. You're right. It's literally, 
only about COVID, the death rate, yeah. the death toll, you know, or the, the case toll, you know, yeah. that's all it's about. You're right. They're never talking about that. So that's, that's a great point. Oh, dude, you bring up, you bring up the youth thing. That's something that drives me nuts. Just looking back at when I was in elementary school and middle school and even high school, just how unhealthy those lunches were. Yeah, right. It was like you go in and you get um, like the the pizza, like the mozzarella, like sticks yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. they're called. Then you get it's like Mike's yeah, you get pizza. Yeah, right. And you get yeah. fries or like a yeah, nasty yeah. chicken sandwich. Yeah. Like a, it's like the most processed food you can get oh my God. in your own like lunch. Strawberry food. milk, yeah. and then you go right. up and get like donuts or ice cream or whatever it is. Right. And it's like you look at the facts. There's, I think something like forty somewhere in the 40% range of kids are obese in the United, really? in the United States. That's it's obese or overweight. That may not be obese, but over, at yeah. least overweight. That is crazy. And though. it's crazy. And that's there's just not safe. Like, yeah. But, but exactly that point, like that right. should be the conversation taking care of it. I mean, and that's what they'll argue about. Like, mm-hmm. should that be a conversation or not? I think they both agree that should be something to talk about. But point is with that, like, I feel like before the pandemic, the conversation was kind of going towards that. You yeah. did see like schools, you know, trying to have healthy options. Mm-hmm. At least you would hear about it. You know, so it's kind of sad that now all of a sudden that is just not even, you know, necessary. Yeah. But, I, I keep going on this just because it's, you know, as you know, like, you know, nutrition, fitness, health and yeah. wellness is something that I'm really passionate about. And when I hear things like at one point, um, Pizza was considered a vegetable because it had tomato sauce on it. Oh my gosh. Uh, I heard that. It's just like healthy food shouldn't be like a luxury. Like health, being able to take care of your own health and wellness shouldn't be a luxury. And right. it's kind of be it's kind of portrayed that way. Right, right. As you have to be like some special person to be able to take care of yourself. When in reality, everyone should just, you know should be advocated to take care of yourself. But then also everybody's like, ah, like if I, if I can't eat or if I can't afford to buy organic stuff or free range, right. Right. So are you saying like the, we need to get the pricing of that food to be lowered so that like lower income people can afford it. Cause I do know, you know, my brother was sharing this with me that like, there are a lot of lower income people who, uh, you know, they they resort to like fast food or like those cheaper restaurants just cause it's, cheaper you know, it's cheap and efficient. family and it's efficient, cheap and efficient. Yeah. um so is that what you're saying like we need to get the cost of that food down or are you saying i think like, we just need to educate right i think we need to educate the adults the children right i think we need to educate because frozen and canned vegetables and fruits can actually be more beneficial for your health than fresh ones because they're literally picked, they're harvested right away, and they're frozen or the can. Right. So they all the nutrients are still there. They're not lost in the transport. Right. Um, the the pesticides are able to. There's not as many pesticides yeah. on it as fresh fruit. Like this is a thing. Like it's just because there's so much money in yeah, absolutely. The, the companies like Tasty Cake or Hers, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so you know, or yeah. Deets and Watson. These these yeah. companies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people they can eat tur- deli turkey. I don't realize how much sodium is in that. Right, like right, sodium right. is, which is it's fine in moderation, but right. you eat too much of it, it's it's terrible for you. Like I, I think the the way we educate um, needs to change. Yeah. Just because, like processed foods. There's, I mean, I could go, I could go on for days, and like you know, I, I won't. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they it affects 
the, your diet affects not only the way you look, but like the way you feel. Yeah. And like your mental else. health, especially, I mean, if you talk to psychiatrists or like you read a book on it, that's part of the, yeah. the thing. It's like, okay, there's, you know, ways to help with your mental health, you know, maybe like meditation, yeah. you know, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I'm not going to say it, but you know, meditation or, um, you know, practice positive thoughts or, you know, there's some medication. Do you meditate? Part, yeah, always. Oh, always. do you really? Yeah, every, every morning. Did we ever talk about this? I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess, like, I haven't always done it my entire life, but recently yeah, within the past, like, year, like, every morning, it's, like, almost at the point where I, like, need to. I'm, like, I, it's, like, part of my favorite time of day, just to sit back in silence. Yeah. No phone, no computer, no nothing, and just sit there and quiet. Just, and just think. Or, just or think. breathe. Like, Dude, it's, it's so, it, so I, what kind of meditation do you do? There's so I many different kinds of meditation. Of I just sit well, there like this. Right. Okay. That's frost applesauce and breathe and just think, you know, like I'll just let yeah. my mind go Dude, to whatever. I do. So, I do the same thing as well, but I do guided breathing meditation. Okay. So I don't know if I told you about this, but I do the Wim Hof method, which, okay. um, you know, it's basically you lie on flat on your back and Wim Hof is this guy. He's from somewhere in Scandinavia, really? but they call him the ice man because he's mm -hmm. done all these crazy, like, cold water challenges he had his like his body frozen right. and he like would practice was practicing this method that he did and he's, his body temperature was actually raising as he was immersed in ice I've heard, I've heard like, stories like just crazy yeah, stuff yeah. he's been on like so many major podcasts he's been on rogan twice he's been on school yeah, of greatness he's been on impact yeah. theory like he's been on all these uh but basically what it is you lie flat on your back yeah and you take 30 like inhales through your ab, like through your abdomen, through um your diaphragm, diaphragm. So it's like longer exhale. Yeah, yeah. So you're exhaling more carbon dioxide than you are oxygen. Like right. you're in, bring oxygen. So you have thirty breaths, and then you hold your breath. If you exhale in the last one, and you hold your breath as long as you can, and then you do quick inhale, hold for fifteen seconds. Yeah, and you do that for three rounds. Three rounds. Three rounds. How, how long is it? So it usually takes about 10 minutes okay. uh, and there's like, there's an app or there's you a YouTube just guide focus on your breathing. You, you, you just focus on your breathing, you just focus on the breath. And it's, I mean, there's times where I do it by myself and I just count, but there's also an, an app and there's also YouTube with which like it guides you through the whole thing. But that's the first thing I do in the morning. And yeah. when I wake up, I don't like getting up at six, six fifteen every day. I'm tired. I don't want to do that, but I do this and I'm instantly Energized. like, energized wow. it's you it's feel weird. like your body temperature increases you, you, you yeah you feel like your body starts to tingle or whatever yeah. but you just i just feel like more awake and more yeah, sharp yeah. after and it's also like i had a problem with my rib rib cage and flaring uh flaring up which yeah. also in turn like messed up like messed up my shoulder mobility and my lower backs i mean you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. back problems yeah. it has like insanely helped that and Focus, wow. It's helped me focus on my breathing when I do my workouts and my right. training. Yeah, definitely. And I have seen uh, immense, an immense difference. That's but funny. I agree. I think meditation is one of the single most important things that everybody should be doing in some way, oh shape, my, or form. I, yeah, in I your wish, own way. I wish that's part of the thing with like education, especially with children. Mm -hmm. I wish at a younger age, you know, like right now, it's probably more rare to hear someone who meditates than it is you know less common than it is you know common yeah you know, there's not yeah, many people I, yeah. people I think more people are getting into it but I wish like at a younger age like in the school curriculum 
they have moments of they only call meditation, you know, or, or they can call meditation, just moments of silent where they just take a break from school or class and everyone just sits there and quiet for 10, 15 minutes mm -hmm. and breathes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At a very young age, I start at a young age so that as they get older, mm -hmm. they always know that's a practice to go back to. Like if they're feeling stressed, if mm -hmm. they need a break, if they need to be energized, like yeah. you said, um, you know, if it starts at a young age, if you do that, then it's just going to be part mm -hmm. of, you know, their, their livelihood. Yeah. You know? So, and you always hear like, when you're stressed or you need a break or something, just take 10 deep breaths. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. No. Um, yes, that can, I, I do think doing that can be beneficial. Right. You just close your eyes, you take 10 deep breaths the right way. Mm -hmm. I think it can help with like your cognitive process or like your current state of, of anxiety or mm -hmm. stress or whatever it is. But I feel significantly less, and you tell me how you feel, but I feel significantly more energized, less stressed um, throughout the day, just knowing that like I took some time to set some intention, set some focus and kind of just be present before I let the stress of the world kind of get to me. Oh, without a doubt, easily. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a game changer. I woke up, I mean, at five this morning and I was like, oh, I'm gonna be all exhausted. I'm drinking coffee when I get up. But after I did it, after I sat down and just sat mm. and quiet, I literally was like, oh, I actually feel great. Because right. it's almost like like you literally go into like a trance, like mm -hmm. into its own state. Like you're awake, but you're like just so deep in your breathing and thoughts. Like you're almost in a trance. Like if you're listening to one of your favorite song comes on, it's one of those songs that like get you like thinking, you're like driving just or whatever. Hits, yeah, and you're like, you. next thing you know, you've driven like 20 miles down the road. You don't even remember the drive. Yeah. It's That's like the same exact thing. Like you're in a trance, but here you do it like yourself you just, yeah. like well, after that moment in the car where you're listening to that song you're in such a great mood like you're almost energized you're like wow that was pretty awesome you know yeah. um you can do that every single morning which yeah. is exactly what you do in a sense like yeah which is awesome yeah so you woke up at five today i've known you since high school and neither one of us were relatively morning persons or early risers in high school i mean i've never been like a sleep till noon type of guy but definitely wasn't getting up at like six o'clock on a consistent basis until yeah, no. maybe a year ago, like by choice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not with like football getting up at, yeah, yeah, at five yeah, to that. But yeah, uh, what benefits have you seen from waking up early in the morning? Oh my God, I love it. I mean, it's one, it's just the routine. Like having that steady routine is super helpful because, you know, right away I wake up and my day's ready to go. Instead yeah. of like waking up at eight or 10 or 11 or like mm -hmm. whenever you wake up, you know, you're just ready to go. And you wake up six and you develop that, you know, mental routine, that sleeping routine, and your body just naturally kind of adapts to that time. And you you wake up with, you know, you're gonna be tired just like any day you wake up, like whether you wake up at 10 or not, like you're still usually tired right when you wake up, but your body adapts. As soon as you get out of bed, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. It's not like you're dragging around. But the benefits I've seen from it is one, that routine. Um, two, I would say. I mean, it goes along with it, the consistency three, I feel like my days are just longer. Yeah. And then whenever I get up, I just feel more productive when I start my day early and you know, it's still maybe a little dark out and then you see the sunrise and like, as the sunrise it's rising, you're like getting energized with the sun. But you know, so I literally feel like my day's longer. Yeah. Um, I may go to bed a little bit earlier, but I just, it, so I feel like I'm more productive when I do it. Maybe, you know, it's a great thing. Yeah. But just because you go to bed 
earlier doesn't mean you're not maximizing your entire day. Like this is what I hear a lot of people talk about it here. Like Tom Billy, who's the serial entrepreneur is the creator of quest nutrition, uh, Grant Cardone, even Gary B and these other people who just, you think they don't ever sleep. Like, right. no, no, I sleep probably more than the average person. Right, right. I just crush it in my time awake. Right. And that's why I hate, I used to always say, I don't have time for this. Or I can't mm-hmm. do this. I don't have time for that. It's really just, I was poor with time management. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. discipline mm-hmm. and scheduling out my day, mm-hmm. which is that's huge. A that's a game changer, changer, dude. Literally. Game, absolute game changer. Mm-hmm. And that's why I hate the time. I hate the term, like, you know, I don't have time. It's like, no, you can make time. You, literally you can make time. time. No, it's actually crazy. You're 100% right. I mean, look at Elon Musk. He's on SpaceX, he runs Tesla. He's working on Neuralink, boring company. Probably has another project in a you know yeah. back pocket. Still sleeps six hours. Yeah, I, I think he probably sleeps less than most people. <laughs> to be I honest. mean, yeah. But the point is, like, regardless of sleep, he finds the time to do it. He yeah. probably has a crazy passion. No, he did say he sleeps six hours. A night. Six hours. A night. He gets six hours. Yeah, but like, like you, you find time. Right. You know, that's a point. And then yeah. when you are able to like schedule out your day, you're able to focus entirely on the task that you schedule for, yeah. and then you're gonna be way more productive. Because yeah. you're not like, okay, I got this. Oh my gosh, I also have other homework, or I got this other thing I got to get done. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me do this, and then oh, wait, sure, I got to do this. Like, you should have that day scheduled. So you're gonna focus on that task, and then when you're done it, or the next thing you got your schedule ready to go, you put all your energy towards that. Yeah. So scheduling is a game changer. And there's also something about waking up early just because you want to, not by choice. Right. It's like, or you wake up and you know that you plan things that you're going to be able to work on uh, or that you're going to be able to do that excite you. For sure. If you don't have something to look forward to, it's going to make getting up in the morning a lot easier. It's going to make, like you have that split second in the morning when your alarm goes off. Oh shit. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) I don't have to get up yet. I don't have to do this until that time. For sure. But for me, I get pissed at myself if I snooze my alarm or or if I'm like, all right, I'm going to get an extra half hour. And I actually like get more pissed at myself oh, because it messes up your routine too. No, literally mess up your routine and like the fact that you just failed at that simple task, right? Of waking up, yes. When, it's, when you you just lost, you honestly probably felt just as shitty waking up at six thirty as you did at six. Like yeah. just waking up in general, you're like, ah. It's very rarely where you wake up and you're just like, all right. But no, yeah, hundred percent. I'm the same way. I, what I try to do is I'll. When I get pissed, I literally will get pissed at myself. And then I try to like remember that feeling yeah. of being pissed. So the next time I do, I'm like, I'm just gonna be more pissed at myself <laughs> when I don't get up, you know? Or yeah. that, and that applies to like anything, really. Yeah. If I don't like do something, I'll just remember how I felt when I didn't do it. So it, you know, helps me at least try to I know to do developing like a, a strong mindset is definitely not something that's done in a day. It's definitely not something that's easy and it comes with practice. I'm still trying to strengthen my mind every day but i talked to this guy joe rinaldi a couple weeks ago i had him yeah. on the podcast who some days he's waking up before three o'clock right he is the one who really instilled in me like don't say you don't have time you can mm-hmm. make time especially yeah, for things out. that that are that are important to you right, right and you have to come to terms with yourself and just not even make it an option mm-hmm. like i'm waking up at this time it's non-negotiable yeah no for sure yeah no that's it's Great call. I mean, you should read this book, uh, Principles by Ray Dalio. I, oh, yeah, I know who Ray Dalio Incredible is. Incredible book. Yeah. Like, 
incredible book and he has so much success but he talks a lot about a lot of these things a lot of these principles yeah you'd be able to share a lot of it on your on your podcast but like yeah it's an awesome book but they all like if you look at all these successful people they all say this you know what i mean yeah so clearly there's some science to it you know clearly some science that discipline that that routine building that you know sure yeah for sure so you are a multiple business owner i'm actually a former employee of yours (laughs) um but how has COVID affected your businesses you know obviously you know you can talk about the different kind of things that you do but how has that and i mean we're in your own apartment right now <laughs> like you know you obviously done well enough you've worked extremely hard to grow to what you have done now but obviously you're still looking to continue to, to do more you're always trying yeah. to do more always trying to learn more how has your mindset for business or um your energy or your focus how has that change shifted past year or so with everything that's going on um, and kind of just walking through what, what it's been like the past even even a couple of years and, and what it's right. been like yeah i kind of that was a long-winded question there <laughs> so uh, what yeah. so what how's my mindset like shifted? yeah so first of all i guess just talk about the different kind of businesses that you run okay yeah so i mean the first one is zig's landscaping right just a landscaping company um Nothing special. I personally don't feel like I've done shit yet. Like I feel like there's a lot more to do in this world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, the landscaping company, you know, especially just do routine landscaping. Um, and then there's the podcast that I'm starting. Yep. Podcast slash newsletter slash hopefully media source for people. Love that. Um, and then I had the Fresh Press Customs, which was the screen printing company. Yeah. Um, that during COVID actually, well, I it was I did it with two of our buddies. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, we, once COVID hit, nobody really wanted shirts. Yeah. So, you know, we started making some masks. We did like bandanas, tried to pivot a little bit, but you know, to be honest, we, that was really, it was kind of like a college thing. You weren't passionate, so I wasn't about, passionate it. about it at all. Yeah. And then same time COVID hit landscaping season starts. So it was bogged down with that. So I kind of was like, all right, I need to focus. Like I needed, you know, and that's been a thing that I've learned. Like you do need to focus. You can't just take on everything. Like, yeah. oh, different things I want to do, but at the end of the day, I got to focus, right. you know, there's, you can find time for things, but you, you don't have unlimited time to like, yeah. do. you know, you gotta, you're better off focusing on one or a couple things and you are focused on like 10 different things. But, uh, so that I kind of, you know, it's, I'll make sure to people on the side, like if they ask for it as a favor, I'm kind of like, shit right. now. So it's really the landscape and the podcast now that I'm focused on big time right now. Um, I guess in this past year, how my mindset's changed, really it's been over the past few months you know i've been like thinking like what started to write down my goals more like where do i want to be where i am now and how do i get there Mm. and you know i didn't fully do that i would have a picture in my mind before but i'm writing it down and i'm starting to actually take action sit down plan my days and do it and execute it you have these visions but then you got to pay attention to those details and get those details done because without you know executing on the details the vision will never come to fruition so that's one thing is to you know, focus and actually execute. Don't just dream and sit there and visualize, which I find myself doing a lot. Like I said, I'm driving in a trance mm-hmm. and I'm thinking of all these ideas I want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you got the idea. Now go do it. Now take action. Now start it, you know, mm-hmm. like otherwise it's doesn't not really worth anything without you taking action. So that's one thing is like take action. Like if you're thinking about calling someone about whether it's a networking opportunity or it's about, you know, for me, it'll be about like, 
you know, for the podcast, I want to bring, oh, this, this, I know him. He'd be you know, a good person to bring on. I'll call him tomorrow. I'll call him tomorrow. Just take action. Stop thinking about like take action and make the call. So the little things, the big things, it's, that's one big mindset that, you know, change I've learned. Um, another thing is just, the, honestly, what we talked about earlier was the time thing. Because, yeah. you know, before I do have all these different things and before I was in school too. So I have all these things I'm juggling around. I felt like I wasn't putting enough effort to any of them, really. Mm. I'm like, oh, I could do so much better if I just did this. You make all these excuses yeah. like, oh, if I did not, yeah, if, uh, I should have lost this client. But that's because, you know, this worker did that or, or you know, but in reality it was probably because I wasn't there or I wasn't paying attention because I was focused on other things yeah. or, you know, I was going out or doing whatever that. So it is important to, you know, find that time because you can find a day, schedule the day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I started doing, especially this past few months, schedule every hour of my day, know exactly what I'm doing, plan out my entire week every week, plan out my entire day every morning and every night. Um, and that has been an absolute game changer with just productivity. You see the results, you feel the results, and you actually start getting towards like where you want to be, which is a great feeling. You know, you actually feel less stressed when you actually start doing you know you know you don't do you feel overwhelmed and stressed and then the second same thing with homework second actually do it feel and as you're doing it you feel better and then when you keep doing it you feel better you're not like stressed as you're doing it you're stressed when you're thinking about doing it and not doing it so you know taking action and actually putting my thoughts to action has been the biggest thing that for me honestly yeah i uh intention into action that was uh, my newsletter, I kind of send out a theme for each week. Right. And that was funny enough. That was my theme for this week. That's oh, really? all about was turning intention into action. Uh, and then I saw a, a quote from the Irish proverb that said, uh, you'll never be able to plow a field uh, in your mind. You right. yeah, shit. Yeah, there you so go. it's just like it's things perfect, like that. Perfect time. Yeah. I actually missed your newsletter this week. It like disappeared in my inbox. So. Dude, it's, 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 I mean, so, I've had a lot of fun doing it, man. It's, it's, it's just like a five minute read. And I know you're going to be doing that too. It's no, like I love the newsletter. That's my, one of my favorite things. Cause it's so easy. You know, it's five minute read. Exactly. Yeah. People know? ask me, why do I do that? Uh, why do I do some of these other things? Why do I want to start a YouTube channel? Uh, why do I put effort into, into social media and not just focus solely on the podcast? Because first of all, I was doing that. I was putting so much effort and time into the podcast. Yeah. It started to become, it started to feel more like a chore right, than right. it did actually bring me enjoyment. Like right, in right. the beginning, dude, it's fun. I like doing the newsletter. I like writing up things in my life that I found useful yeah, that I yeah, think for sure. I can, and I'm not telling it. I'm not, I always say in the newsletter, not telling anybody to do anything. I'm not trying to think I'm better than you. I like you. I don't think yeah, I am shit. I don't think I do shit. Speaking to yourself in a sense. You know, right. Like things you learn. Right. First of all, it's working on my writing and communication skills. I like that. Right. It's just another way to try to bring value uh, and make well, an impact. No, I think it's a great way to bring value for you. And then also, I mean, everyone likes to, you know, has a different way of getting, you know, getting information. Like for me, I generally, like I'll listen to podcasts, but only if I have the time, like in the car. Yeah. But a newsletter you wake up and you can read it real quick and it's then quick. boom, you get almost everything you put it on the podcast, which is a different form of media. Yeah. Same with social media. Like I may be browsing Instagram where I see your little clips. Yeah. It's like, Oh great. You know, I feel like I got a good hint exactly. in the podcast where I may not have time to listen to like a whole podcast per se. Yeah. Where, you know, it could go otherwise. Some of the other way, some people may not have Instagram where they have YouTube and they want, you know, so it's, 
this is what I actually saw a video Gary V saying. It's about the ands, like not like or or pick or yeah. choose. It was like the ands, like yes, writing, yes, audio, yes, video, yeah, like and 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 all those, like mm-hmm. do it all because you can reach more people. Um, then you have more content out there. It's better for your whole, you know brand you have more things to share but. i truly believe the more you put out into the world the more comes back to you mm-hmm. law of reciprocity mm-hmm. at least i found that i have opportunities now i've met people now that i would have never had right if i if i just remained stagnant i didn't start start doing mm-hmm. um, you know i i talk about this a lot with uh, with people on the podcast it's just there really is just something beautiful and satisfying about something that you created from nothing Oh, absolutely. It feels so good. And I think everybody has that potential in them, no matter what it is. And desire, if, you're, yeah. if you're an artist, if you're a musician, if you're a comedian, mm-hmm. if you're a, a web designer, right. if, if you're uh, do you can whatever be it is, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's literally a market or a niche for anything. One of the guys who I love to watch on LinkedIn, who does these lives and posts these content, this guy's a plumber. Yeah, right. And like yeah. his mindset and the way that he goes about life and tries to, you know, bring value to others in the way of, you know, LinkedIn lives. Like, how many other plumbers do you know doing LinkedIn lives? Yeah, right. If you're doing something outlandish, chances are there's going to, there's a market out there for you. Right. So, right. A niche. yeah, for sure. No, I mean, yeah. Everyone should just go take it, put their ideas to action. Like, you know, exactly. don't, don't be afraid of like the judgment. You know, that's, it's a big thing that, Ray Dalio was saying, it depends yeah. on the book. Like, don't be afraid of that judgment of what people are going to think of you. Mm-hmm. Like, just post the video. Yeah. Just like, post don't it. be afraid of what people are going to think about. Don't be afraid if you don't get no likes or anything. Because you never know. Maybe that one video will. Like, if you keep yeah. trying to post that content. And that could be your, you know, next. That could be how you blow up. You never um, know. You know, don't, don't be afraid of what the world thinks. Don't be afraid of failure, you yeah. know. Because if you... Don't try. That's way worse than if you try and fail. In fact, if you try and fail, then you learn from your failure and do it again. Easier said than done because, you know, I feel like everyone preaches that in every book, but it is true. You know, if you don't try, you can't fail. If you can't fail, you can't learn. If you don't try, you can't succeed. succeed. Exactly. So, and you're going to regret it if you don't Yeah, try exactly. It. Like, if you look back, like, I, that was one of the reasons I played football senior year. Yeah. I was like, fuck, if I don't just – Football. <laughs> I'm gonna look back in high school and be like, damn, what if I played football? Yeah. Yeah, now I know. Like I'm glad I didn't play football for four years, personally yeah. for me. But but like now I know. Otherwise yeah. I would have that feeling of like, I wish I just did it. I wish yeah. I tried. Yeah. Now for so that's hundred percent true. Like well, that's why I took this semester off from school. Respect. And I'm going back to I'm going back to play play ball in the fall. Yeah, it's awesome. But it's funny how that works. I Decided on the last day, and I just trusted, you know, everything's going to fall into place. Right. And, like, you know, a week after, uh, I got a call from a guy who I know who offered me, like, an internship apprentice-type job doing right. like, digital marketing stuff. Right. Yeah, Which, right. And then there you go. It was, like, it's crazy how things just If you just went to school, you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, I can't even I would have, not, not, and not only would I have regretted that, I would have regretted football as well. Right, just because right. I lost season right, for yeah. my knee, I right. lost this past season due to COVID, and I was banged up the other years. So yeah. it was really like, I'm so glad that I'm going to be able to go back and 
do everything that I want to do and, and have right. no regrets. And when you did know, you decide to do that? Dude, in the 11th hour. The, like right, I had to like choose. I, had, I, I, I decided that day. I had oh, to fill it go. out. Yeah. So I call, I called the call. I was just calling everybody who I was close with or who I trust um, or people who had been in similar situations. And they all told me, trust your gut, but I would, I would do, I would take the semester off. I would go back and fall. They all told me that. Wow. And that's honestly, shout out to all those people, but that's, it, it was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Indeed, I, yeah. You have the freedom to, you know, now do what you're passionate about. Exactly. You know? my and day, you can play football. Right. And, win. and my days are full. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah, no, just no, sitting, no. I'm not it's, just sitting around on my butt. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't seen you in like two months. So like, I'm it's, sure. Exactly. I'm working. Same thing yeah. with you, man. Like yeah. we were able to go up to Vermont, uh, like a month ago, yeah. uh, which was awesome. But both you and I were both up at six o'clock before, so we could get some work done, yeah, so we could get yeah, on the mountain at nine o'clock uh, yeah. and get the full day in. Yeah. And then we were doing stuff when we got home. Yeah, yeah. And it's just cool to have someone like you, man, who's working your ass off to and uh, to try to build something and and to just aspiring for more and for sure. living with no regrets, living to your full potential. Because you know, at the end of the day, we want to look back and we want to be proud of our accomplishments, but also learn from all of the, the failures or, or whatever it may be, right. but just stepping out of your comfort zone. No, yeah. No, it's honestly huge having like friends who kind of have the same mentality and attitude. Cause you know, the, the people you surround yourself with kind of the people who you're going to person you're going to become in mm -hmm. a sense, you know, when you're surrounded by people who are just, you know, maybe a bunch of bombs and wrong with it, whatever yeah. they do. but uh, you know, if you have all these ambitions, but you're hanging out with people who may not have any ambitions, who just want to like chill or hang out, or they're, they're waiting for later in their life to do that, you're probably gonna end up just you know chilling, hanging out, waiting to do that. But then when yeah. you either separate yourself or find like friends who like if, if there was a group of ten of us and we we're all like we almost compete with each other, like yeah. we're very competitive human beings. So you know I see you're killing it, I'm like fuck, I need to start killing it. Like motivate yourself without saying a word mm -hmm. to each other to just work hard. So that's very important to like surround yourself with, you know, people mm -hmm. who, you know, make each other better, motivate you, yeah. like have good attributes you like you want to you know, do. Right. And sure. it's, it's not saying you have to completely disband yourself from all of your other no, friends. No, and no, no. You, you might get some shit for it or they may make fun of you or question what you're doing or just think it's like a fate, a phase or a fad or, or whatever right. you're going through. But if they're your true friends and they really care about you, no, they respect they're respected. Yeah, sure. They're going to understand. For sure. So, you know, that's that's one other thing I would just say is you don't ever – we're not saying that you have to – No, I'm not saying go ditch your friends right. by any means. No, yeah. not at all. Like, like, ditch your friends. But I'm saying, like, there should be – especially as you build, like, a company or you yeah. start hiring people to build a team, you want to build that team with people who, you know, not people who are less than you, not people who, you know, you want to build a team with people yeah. who are better than you, people who are going to drive you to, you know, work, who are going to challenge you, like, make that little competition amongst you and your team in a yeah. sense. But yeah, for sure. No, I think, uh, I think that's, that's 100% true. All right. As we begin to wrap up here, I wanted to, uh, this, this came, uh, this came to fruition in my mind on the way over here. I was thinking if you were able to invite four people, we'll go, we'll go alive. We'll go four living people to, living? to a dinner party. What, who would they be, the four people that you would bring, and what would you cook them? Boy, I'm going to chef. I'm calling an audible on that. All right, you call an audible on that. That was that was an that was an takeout. So all right, 
All right, so we're going to take out and four people that you would like to have at your dinner party. This is something I, it's a segment I did on the, the Red Up Sports Network podcast that right. I did. We did, uh, you know, athletes that you would invite to your dinner party. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. people. People in general. Yeah. Let me think about it. Um, may I be alive? Yeah. I mean, I can I can edit this part out too. Like, if you need, like, no, no, that's all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Elon Musk for sure. Yeah, yeah that was, that's Strip a gimme. Yeah, in. that's a gimme. I would bring on Steve Jobs, but he's yeah. unfortunately yeah. that's the way. But he was, yeah, he's he would be 100. Um, probably bring on Ray Dalio. To be honest, after listening to his book, I mean, he's had such a successful career in life, and you know, I great principles. You know, mm-hmm. um, so Elon Musk, Ray Dalio. I mean, to me, like I'm passionate about business, so it's gonna be all like kind of business. Yeah, dude. People, I mean, yeah, who have great yeah. success, and I'm just intrigued about. I would probably want to bring on Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. to be honest, because you know, he's been incredibly successful. Um, and probably Reed Hastings, which is Netflix. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. There's probably four. That's just like spitballing. I would have to think more yeah. into it. But I may want to get, you know, like Sarah Blakely, who's oh, incredibly, yeah. Yeah. you know, she just IPO'd and like she owns like 100%. Yeah, Spence, which is incredible. Insane. To, to IPO owning a hundred percent of Insane. a company, Insane. like that is unheard of. So I, I'm super curious how the heck she did that. Yeah. Um, she would be someone I want to bring on. Ah, that's yeah. a great list. You know, that'd be an interesting dinner party. Yeah. Right? But yeah, that's no, it's something I think I might start asking. No, it's definitely, definitely a good um, question. Everyone's gonna have different answers. Everyone's Some gonna say have, athletes, right? And everyone, yeah. you, you start to learn about not only what their main, like someone's main focus is, but something that you may not know, have known about them or like, oh, they're a yeah. fan of this or they're For a fan sure. of that. Or something that's not like person. what's publicized. Yeah. yeah. McConaughey. 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 Oh my God, dude. I love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, yeah. Dude, this has been fun. Yeah, um, sure. There's first, nothing like- First in-person days and down. There is, yeah. there is nothing like an in-person conversation. Yeah, for sure. And we'll definitely do this. Uh, yeah. Every every year, every, every, so every, often, every, every yeah, so we'll catch often. up. Hopefully, but, uh, each time will be further along in our lives. Exactly. Some, kind of look back. Some more success and look back. Look back on the conversation. Be like, yeah. But uh, all right. So, where can people find you, and what can people expect from you coming up? Um, any social media. So, uh, it's Toss Talks. T O S Talks. The other side. You know, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, and then any sort of place to listen to podcasts, it's uh, Spotify, you know, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all those. The works. Yeah, exactly. Everything <laughs> that um, first podcast hopefully coming out. Well, I guess I don't know when to bring this out, but it'll be out. Yeah, soon. It'll be out. Maybe you'll see. By, you'll see all my time episodes. Yeah, listed. And then uh, sign up, subscribe to the newsletter, which is where you'll get the updates. And then also we'll share, you know, both sides of different topics about. COVID-19, antitrust, yeah. you know, legalization of drugs. We'll get, we're going to get very cool guests for either side to talk about. So love it. Subscribe. All right, brother. Sure. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, we will cool. do this again. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Maybe we'll get some more of these uh, going in the future. As always, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.